Hey! This week, Mel and I are talking about 2015's surreal horror film, Baskin, uh, and all of the nightmare-inducing imagery that is contained within. It's a Turkish film directed by Can Evernall that we both highly recommend, and we have a really great time talking about it. Uh, we have some conversations about theories about what's actually going on in that movie. Uh, we talk about how how hellish and depraved it is, and uh, how wonderfully, oddly, strangely, brutally, darkly, and disturbingly beautiful that movie is. Um, yeah, it was a really good conversation. It's a great episode. We had a lot of fun, and we hope you guys dig it. We also discussed some other films. Uh, Melissa talks about a classic horror story from 2021, the new on Shudder. I think it's on Shudder, right? I could be wrong. I didn't look that up before I started talking, and I'm not going to look it up now. I'm pretty sure it's on Shutter though. Could be Netflix. Actually, I think it's Netflix. We got there. Pretty sure it's Netflix. Anyway, you can look it up for yourself, because um, I'm lazy and irresponsible. Um, she also talks about I Saw What You Did from 1965. I talk about 2019's Crawl. I have some unpopular opinions about that movie, apparently. Uh, and I also talk about Vicious Fun, which Melissa talked about last week, but I watched it this week from 2021. That one is on Shudder. I am positive about that. Um, yeah, like I said, this is a great episode. Um, little uh, info on what's going on with the show. I know a lot of stuff has been up in the air. We've been kind of, you know, we went bi-weekly or bi-monthly, however you want to say that, but we're not doing that anymore. We're going weekly, and we are only doing one main movie. So we're not doing two lengthy reviews of, of a new movie and a classic movie. We're just doing the classic movie. However, we will try to keep up in the movies we watched segment in the beginning, and when we talk about uh, you know movies we watched during the week. We are trying. We're going to try to keep up on the new movies, but um, it's not going to be quite the same. It's not going to be as thorough, but they'll still be in there. And you know, nothing else in the show is changing. So still. Uh, Still good old forsaken cinema that you know and love. Um, I think that's all I have to say. This uh, this is Forsaken Cinema, episode 60. Melissa, nothing you do works for me, okay? That's not what your mom says. (laughs) What? That's not what your mom says. Explain to me what that means. I do a lot of work for her. Oh, okay then. What, like like, uh, cleaning her gutters? Yeah, yeah. And then she makes me uh, an apple pie. Hey, call back to a few episodes ago. You mowing her lawn? Yeah, ooh. (laughs) My mom's got it. Oh, God. What was I just about to say? I don't know, but please go on. No. Proceed. No. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to our show, a depraved, weird-ass show. I am your host, Chuck. And I'm your horror co-host, Mel. Indeed you are, and this is the weekly, Maybe. for now, horror movie podcast in which Mel and I discuss a classic horror movie. <laughs> wow. And other stuff that we want to talk about. And other stuff that we want to talk about, too. The show is changing and, and evolving. And you guys are confused. Yes. So here's the deal. For the time being, Melissa and I are going to try this out. Melissa's trepidatious about it. I started this because... Do Spell trepidatious. T-R-E-P-A-D-A-C-I-O-U-S. Got it. Aceous. Yeah. Cool. You're, you're good. Proceed. Um, <laughs> second grade spelling bee champion. Um, I probably misspelled it too, so whatever. 
but uh, yeah, we mentioned yeah, th- doing doing uh, two movies, and then on top of that, all the other movies we want to watch, we want to watch, we want to talk about. Having to do two movies was too much. Having to edit and produce a podcast and attempt to market a podcast and do everything that goes along with trying to make it, and then trying to watch. To all of those movies, it's just it was very stressful and too much for me's. So we decided to go bi-weekly or bi-monthly. They're both correct. Come to find out, who gives a shit? <laughs> um, but that made me sad, and it just made me miss the show. So I was like, what if we just make it a little less intense? So here's what you're getting from now on: you're getting an episode every week, but the episodes will not will no longer be. You know, however long we do, we were getting into some really long, yeah, like two and a half hours, and even just doing that, like talking. I remember, like, I would be exhausted afterwards. Yeah, I would go home and just be like, oh, I just like talked for two and a half hours. <laughs> so even just yeah, doing that, nobody wants that. And yeah, so yeah. we're we're going the normal podcast route of you're gonna get weekly episodes for now, and they're only gonna be about an hour, maybe an hour and a half. Hour fifteen, hour ten, okay, maybe somewhere around you there. Just an hour five, hour five, yeah, hour seven, uh, hour three possibly. and a half. Please. These are the options. These are the things, the scenarios that could happen. You might get an hour and thirty-one minutes. Oh no, maybe an hour thirty-two. I draw probably, the line somewhere. Yeah, probably not much over an hour thirty-two. So if you're looking for an, a podcast that is over, that is equal to or over an hour and thirty-two minutes long, you might be disappointed in Ooh, this one. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you tell them. Okay, so anyway, that's what's happening for now. You've been uh, warned. Yeah, so hopefully this will be good. Um, And it won't hurt anyone's feelings. Well, there's no choices here. There isn't. I've always tried to make this podcast the podcast that I would want to listen to. And I always like long podcasts, like two hours long, weekly. I like, you know, especially ones that I like. Yeah. I want them to be that long. So that's what I wanted the show to be, but I... I am understanding after a year of podcast why most mm-hmm. shows don't do that. It's very hard, especially when it's like specific. If we were just sitting around shooting the shit, it could be three hours long. Like, I don't care. But when we have to like Focus, use our brains yeah. and talk about and try to sound halfway intelligent about a movie. Oh, we are? Halfway. <laughs> no oh, more than halfway. We are. <laughs> Come on. Between the two of us, we're at least halfway. <laughs> a third maybe debatable maybe I, I always thought we were like both maybe a quarter yeah oh yeah okay. that works yeah oh. anyway all that to say well what's all up? that to say what's for? up how was your week what's going on with oh, you and your life okay. and there's stars on your face for some reason no are those permanent no unfortunately not oh you want them to be permanent uh the ones up here yeah you want face tattoos i do want really? face tattoos only like three little cute stars okay and then, you know, but I probably get like, you know, the rest of my body done you. first and my neck. And right. You're going to do your neck? Yeah, my throat. What are you going to get? I haven't decided yet. I Ooh. have too many other things I want to get, get done first. Get my face on your throat. Wow. So people <laughs> will want to punch me there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> How weird would that be? Ugh. I would have to lose like a really big like. It would be so weird to look at one face and then to look down and see another face. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that's so amusing to me. So now I can't do that. Nope, All right. Definitely cool. can't do that. Wow. I was going to surprise you. <laughs> God, that would be the worst. That'd be the most horrific surprise. Okay, then uh, moving on. I would. I don't know. I don't know how that would make. If you just showed up with, I thought you my face considered me a friend tattooed <laughs> on your neck. I don't know what I'd do. I'd be like, wow. Yeah. I'd probably be like, Mike, come here. Is she? Is she okay? <laughs> what happened? Oh, uh, you know, she <laughs> fell, like hit her head. I don't know, once. man. She's <laughs> really crazy. <laughs> 
Oh, well. Uh, anyway, what did you watch? What's going on? How All are right. you? So, I am well, thank you. Um, uh, let's talk about the book I reread for the 400th time, but yeah, we gotta name I'm going to talk about it anyways. got to do like Mel's. Mel's. Spooky Book Club. Yeah. Woo-hoo. <laughs> yeah. You sound very enthusiastic about having this book club. I'm always going to read a book, though. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> enough about me. No, just kidding. All about me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, um, so I've read like 48 books so far this year and like 45 of I them. I thought you were going to say I read 48 books this week. Uh, <laughs> it's like, Jesus. Uh, no, just two or two? Two? Even Whatever. that's crazy to but me. But one of them's like not like really hard book to talk about, so... Um, Even when I read, I don't think I ever read two books in a week. <laughs> yeah, it's like mostly what I've been focusing on is trying to get reading and, you know, brain, knowledge, power, ouch. Cool. Ouch. <laughs> My head. So like 45 of the 48 books have like been new to me. I've never read before. So I wanted to take a little time to enjoy a familiar comfort read. Uh, but don't worry, guys. I already have five new books on the way <laughs> like that are new to me. So yes. uh, I reread Frankenstein, 1818 Mary Shelley, a classic. That. Mary Shelley is a legend. But a lot of people have not, which is weird. Mm-hmm. Like not a lot of people, but you know. Some people who watch the movie don't haven't read the book, which I kind of understand. If you haven't read the book, but you love the movie, you may actually be disappointed and confused giving it a whirl. It's like beautifully written gothic horror, but focuses less on the monster and his cr- like on the monster and um, him making it, which is actually what am I? I don't even know what I wrote here. <laughs> what is uh, when I wrote these notes? They were very organized in my head. <laughs> Yeah, in the the creation gist. of the monster is hardly a focus in the book compared right, to yeah, the yeah. films. And it's more about the emotions and relationships of Frankenstein, the guy, obviously not the monster guy. Right. Yeah, and the turmoil the of mankind and his feelings and his relationships. There are some things here that I want to mention. Spoiler alert, but I mean like duh. It's, it's Frankenstein. 1818. Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that? Yes. Never forget. I I haven't been saying it like that. Hashtag Frankenstein, never forget. Never forget. Uh but anyway, spoiler alert the monster learns how to speak after dig, watching i'm gonna dig up that episode Fuckistan. Fuckistan. <laughs> <laughs> all right go ahead I Learn, want to know learns to speak after watching a family for some time so like not like grunt like me monster you jerk face who created me no he speaks with eloquence me monster you <laughs> <Yeah>. jerk face <laughs> he doesn't speak like when he grunts and says things like you know in the movies and stuff he like is eloquent and he's like smarter than everybody i know including me but it's also the dialogue of the time so everyone sounds smarter right yeah. uh, not only they didn't know yeah. how to be dumb back then seriously <laughs> the so dumb not- people <laughs> didn't make it back then no i mean not a lot of people made it back then because i right. think you're supposed to be dirty well, to be clean did you did you say what year this book was written 1818 1818 yeah wow, i didn't realize it was that old mm-hmm. damn so not only does he do this he's also one bad mofo one bad motherfucker in case you didn't know what mofo went guys <laughs> thanks for clearing <laughs> that because up because he like wants to seek revenge on victor frankenstein <laughs> for making him and abandoning him and then like right. later on refusing to make him a companion the monster murders like old vic's little brother his best friend his yeah. new bride Ooh, it's he's actually out there i read it in killing people i read it in high school it's actually it's so much better than the movies have ever been i, I think so but there's a lot of people who don't watch the movies for these type of like because this is just a small part of the book. Like, most of the book really is, like, yeah. human emotion. Isn't People it just, don't like that. Franken, Frankenstein's monster really only... Sh- correct me if I'm wrong. I read this in high school. He shows up at the end, right? No, he he's in it he's throughout, in the but it's okay. small. Like, thinking, it's really yeah. not... He's not the focus. Obviously, because Frankenstein is named... Frankenstein is the name yeah. of the book, and that's not the monster. I mean, which we, we can call him that, but whatever. 
So anyways, like, hot damn, what a beast. What a beast. Over here killing people. But anyways, those are really interesting parts of the story, but takes up a small portion. The majority really is the emotion, and it is beautiful, and I imagine quite boring to people who need action. Not me, though. I love it. So if you like 1818 Gothic Horror, where the word intercourse means interactions and activities between friends and acquaintances, and not, you know, sex, check this out. (laughs) Also, it's Frankenstein. So, like, if you want to read a classic horror, what are you doing? Start here. Start with Frankenstein? Okay, so you recommend starting with Frankenstein. I think so. If you want to read the classic yes okay but if you i would have guessed invisible man but that's just because you like the movie so much yeah so if you're gonna start classic i say monster novels or even dracula would be because that's like dracula is crazy mm-hmm. that is way more when i was that. in i was either in, i think i was younger than high school i wanted to read like i, I must have been in second or third grade i i used i believe it or not i used to read like my childhood was was like boring it's yeah. just like anybody else but i read everything no that was me as a child but I, I can't read imagine reading this so much i was always second reading grade um it stopped around high school because my dumb ass be like i don't know what they're saying <laughs> yeah uh but i wanted to read all of the universal monster mm-hmm. movies i'd never seen them i wasn't even that into them but i was into books and i, I liked reading scary stories mm-hmm. and so i was like oh what if i read these books so i actually read I've read dracula mm-hmm. i didn't read all of dracula i stopped because I remember it upset me. <laughs> and also, yeah. I don't think my parents really liked that I was reading it. Yeah, I can imagine. They were very Christian. I know, yeah, I know your parents. And there's I lots. I mean, I know your mom. Lots. <laughs> <laughs> there's lots of sex in that book. Mm. Um, right, Dracula? I don't remember sex, honestly. In Dracula? Yeah. Is I'm there? pretty sure there's lots of seduction, sexual like scenes and stuff. Well, I could be wrong again. I, I read it. I feel like the type of interactions they have like time. are like sexual, but not completely okay i don't know they're not like describing yeah inter what do they like what do they call what do they call sex in 1818 then uh, i don't know relations copulation they probably maybe they might also use <laughs> intercourse but they in the you know back and they the had day, intercourse but they played things. together no <laughs> intercourse oh <laughs> and then it's like wink that, wink <laughs> that intercourse <laughs> uh yeah all right so okay and i might go back to that Every episode, you make me feel awful about good, not reading. Good. And every episode, I'm like, I gotta read this week. I gotta start. But it takes up a lot of time. That's like why I doing too many movies is stressful because I need to read. I have a need, <sighs> a need to read. <laughs> so let me tell you about the two movies I watched, and then we'll listen to you talk about whatever boring bullshit you want to share. Oh, that hurts my soul. I kid, I kid, a little bit. A little bit. All right, so I watched a brand new movie. A little bit. No follow-up. That, that, that's it. it. That's the truth. That, that one was the truth. It was just a little bit. Oh, it's also some 80s sorority slashers. Dude, I, okay, you know, fuck you. I, I, I didn't do a single 80s movie this week. Read on. Are you sick? Yeah, I am. <laughs> All right, so I watched a classic horror story on Netflix. You did. I did not watch it. Well, let me tell you about it. That shouldn't it. surprise anyone. So it's about, it's brand new, it's on Netflix. It's about five carpoolers travel in a motorhome to reach a common destination. Night falls, and to avoid a dead animal carcass, they crash into a tree. When they come to their senses, they find themselves in the middle of nowhere. The road they were traveling traveling on has disappeared, and there is only a dense, impenetrable, ooh, impenetrable forest. Yeah, it's a very sexual yeah. episode. <laughs> and a wooden house in the middle of a clearing, which they discover is the home of a spine-chilling cult. Love cults. Heard this movie's good. Got good reviews. What'd you think? I think it was good. So Netflix description says this is like the cabin in the woods meets Midsummer, And there is an after credit scene. So if you are going to watch it, make sure you do. 
you stick around for that. It definitely ties it up completely. It's an hour and 35 minutes, so it doesn't overstay its welcome. And do not go into What's this. an hour how long? 35 minutes. Oh. Do not go into this, take this movie overly serious. There's like, you think like, oh, look at this stupid, simple title. Like, oh, they couldn't even think of a good title. That's for a reason. I'm not obviously going to give away too much. Um, and then the there's like blatant inspiration and homages from like movies like Midsummer, definitely Wicker Man, The Ritual, Evil Dead. Even Sam Raimi is even mentioned by one of the characters, et cetera, et cetera. This is all for a reason. I think this movie is really enjoyable. Lots of fun. The visually, it's beautiful. Uh, lots of use of red lights. Uh, lots of strangely beautiful shots of this creepy house in the woods. There's like a scene where it's foggy at night. Some great set pieces. Direction is wonderful. Acting is solid. Beautiful landscapes. You really like this movie. Oh, I do. The score is really eerie. Uh, the cult looks creepy as fuck. Really? And there's some interesting methods of murder here. Uh, I think this is actually one of the better horror movies that Netflix has provided because they usually like let you down. Oh, right. This is on Netflix. Yeah. They, they've been doing all right. Fear Street was pretty good. And now you're saying yeah. this is good? Yeah, okay. it is better, way better than Fear Maybe Street. Maybe Netflix and, is yeah. looking up. But I know like some people... Probably not. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> Some of the reviews like say this is unoriginal and like it's ripping off other movies, but there's like dialogue in the movie that directly addresses the fact. So there's some commentary on that and the horror genre and the public's fascination with brutal crime. It's definitely worth a watch. That's uh that's that's the fine line that movies really need to to walk, especially genre films. Yeah. Is that line between like respect mm -hmm. and disrespect? Because it just takes a little bit of something for it to be like, hey, man, you ripped that the fuck off between that and being like, oh, they're paying homage yeah. to this classic horror movie. There's always like the movie has to be very aware when it's doing shit like that. And, and I think this does it. I think this good. does a good That's job. That's cool. Yeah, I hate it when movies because you'll see some movies that just suck bad and they're mm -hmm. like this movie and they'll reference all these other horror movies and they're like you don't have the right to do that. <laughs> Your movie sucks. Fair. Yeah, anyway. Not that it just has to be a good movie. That's just that's just one of them. Your movie has to be good if you're going to do that first. Yeah. But then there's some other things too. Anyway, go on. <laughs> and it has subtitles because I can't remember where it's... Oh, Italy. I think it's Italian. Hmm. Yeah, so it's good. It's good. I definitely recommend a classic horror Birthplace story. Birthplace of the Giallo. Mm-hmm. On Netflix. Does it have any like Giallo tones to it? Not really. No. Uh, it's It's not nearly as bizarre, I would say. Yeah. Well, yeah. some of those movies, yeah, some of those movies are impossible to follow. Yeah, especially the, like the later ones. You're like, oh, okay, we're doing I, I, whatever we want now. Yeah. I I definitely love a lot of Dario Argento's mm -hmm. movies. You know, I love Suspiria and oh, like yeah. like Inferno and Opera and stuff. Opera, I love Opera. It's so good. But some of those movies, man, mm -hmm. it's like, what the fuck is happening? You're you're 30 minutes in, yeah. and you are completely lost. But anyway, all right, that's then. cool. And then I have one more movie to talk about. I want, It's not a long one. Uh, I Saw What You Did from 1965. Oh. So Sven uh, it was a It was on Sven Gulli at one point, yeah. Oh, but you just watched it by yeah. itself. Okay, cool. When two teenagers make prank phone calls to strangers, they become the target for terror when they whisper, I saw what you did and I know who you are, to psychopath Steve Merrick, who has just murdered his wife. <laughs> but somebody else knows of the terrible crime that was committed that night. The killers desperately... Amorous is that a word? Amorous, amorous, Am amorous. Yeah. Neighbor Amy Nelson. Oh boy, Amy Nelson. Amy, oh, I feel like you have some. Uh... No, uh, she's played by the late Joan Crawford, and if anyone knows oh. Joan Crawford, she's some history with her. She's a little crazy. Um, 
she the movie mommy dearest was based off of her and how abusive she was like with her wire hanger situation you know the no more wire hangers like that's based off of joan crawford that's what her daughter said happened and joan crawford always had like a feud with betty davis i i I can't imagine why yeah other than the fact she looks exactly like betty davis but like (laughs) so she was paid like fifty thousand dollars for four days of work on this movie betty davis is hotter by the way yes definitely so much hotter but joan crawford was only total screen time was like nine minutes and she was the top paid billed person on this movie uh i think this movie is a lot of fun uh because the teenagers, I guess back in the day, 60s, you don't have anything to do. So you're just, they pick a random people in the phone book. They're just calling them, saying this line. Of course, they have to pick But you didn't do this in the 90s? This is still, doing that was still alive no, and well in the 90s. No. We, my, me and my friends did that. I think my parents would have whipped my butt for using up the phone. Oh, really? Yeah. So, so it's a lot of fun, I thought, that they were doing this. And then they just happened to call the wrong person who just murdered his wife. And the murdered wife scene is great. It takes place in a shower. It has a strong resemblance to the murder scene in Psycho. Psycho yeah. Except, like, sh- he's in the shower first and then he pulls her in. And then it's like, ah. Oh, that's fun. So, and it's directed by William Castle, who did House on Haunted oh, Hill. Yeah, and I knew that. Ghosts. I knew that. So. I'm smart, guys. So, he loves doing, I don't know if it's just him, but like theatrical stuff when it comes to his movies. No, it's not just him. Theater. A lot of people like doing theatrical stuff. But I mean, like when it comes to his movies where he does like gimmicks or okay. not maybe him, but like the production company or whatever. <laughs> so, during the original like theatrical release, some theaters installed seatbelts so you couldn't be shocked out oh, of your seat. Oh, this kind of shit? Yeah. I, I wish, I wish. People did that, yeah. I wish movie theaters would still do that. Do you know when they released The Fog? This was one mm-hmm. of the facts that just made made me like, God, I was born in the wrong fucking <laughs> era. In the 80s when The Fog came out, mm-hmm. you know, John Carver's The Fog. I've heard of it, yeah. No, yeah. The I've movie theaters, it. one of the marketing themes, or, or one of the marketing things was that they would have um, big cardboard cutouts yeah. of The Fog in theaters. And when the movie would start and people were coming to their seats, they had fog machines oh, behind. Yeah. So they would fill uh-huh. the whole like lobby with fog and the, before they went in. They need to do yeah, shit that like would that be again. Cool. It's so cool. It would make the movies. I just think the problem so is you can't fun. like fog machines now. So I'd be like, oh, I had an asthma attack. Well, I'm suing. It doesn't have to be fog machines. I know what But you it's mean. something yeah. like that. It would be so much fun if if movies did that again. Yeah, because I just remember like, there's no was, more yeah. joy in the earth anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember, really like, what I'm trying to say. House of Haunted Hill, he had those, like, skeletons going down across yes, the Yes, yeah, we, 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 we read about we talk, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. That shit is awesome. I'm truly sad that they don't do that I, shit I'm going to agree with you there. It hurts my heart that we don't have more fun. As we, I just feel like people had more fun back then. That's all. I mean, yeah, they were way more racist and homophobic and awful. And, yeah, that you know, doesn't things, sound like things, fun things, at things all. Were, things were real bad in the 80s, but... At least movie theaters <laughs> are fun. Wow, you could take something out of that, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, go on. Wow, I don't. I mean, there's not much else to say here. That uh, shit, I just love yeah. like like seatbelts because they're like you're gonna yeah, want to leave. Yeah, you out of your seat. That's fucking awesome. Okay, great. Eyes are watering. Wow. Anyway, go ahead. You're just so you know you feel so much about that you're crying. No, not at all. I woke up like, dude, I've been like dried. I've been drinking water all day. I'm so fucking dried out okay he's a shriveled old raisin I'm a shriveled little raisin anyways there's nothing else to say here i saw what you did in 1965 it's a fun little movie black and white joan crawford looks way too old for her role and she got top billing even though she's in it for nine minutes uh, <laughs> fun fact yeah and then this guy he manages to figure out where these girls are 
and she's babysitting her little sister. Okay. And he shows up at the house. Well, because they go like to meet him because he like plays it off like, oh, like, oh, these young these girls are just they're like teenagers. He's like pretending like, you know, he thinks that they know that he murdered his wife. But they don't say that because they obviously don't. Right. So he's like trying to meet up with them. And then they actually go to where he was supposed to be. And then Joan Crawford, his neighbor who's in love with him, who I thought was going to play. The amorous one? Yeah, I thought was going <laughs> to play his mama because she's like looking she's old. fucking old. Yeah. So she like pops up and she steals like their little girl's registration. The girl's registration. She's like, get out of here. You should be meeting strange men, which she's right. Like, girl, what's she doing? Yeah. Okay. So anyways, when he kills her, Joan Crawford, obviously. Uh-huh. He like gets the registration. He's like, "Oh, this is that girl, whatever." And he like shows up in the middle of the night, and the little girl goes downstairs because the dog's barking. And he's like, "Oh, hi," is whatever her made-up name was. And she's like, "Okay, hold on." And the little girl goes back upstairs and wakes up the teenage girl in the middle of the night. She's like, "Oh, Steve's here," and she's like, "Okay." And she goes downstairs to meet him. Like, it's not weird that a grown-ass man just showed up to your house in the middle of the night. It's the sixties. Yeah. I swear to God, they did. Lots not, of questions, man. They didn't give a shit about stuff in the 60s and 70s i just had a conversation with somebody about this some older guy yeah at work apparently it's, it's like dude they didn't care about us in the 70s 70s kids yeah 60s kids but just watching it now the choices are wild to me yeah <laughs> but anyways i still think it's a fun little movie uh 1965 i saw what you did so yeah, yeah that's sounds what like I've fun watched. all right nothing's fun apparently according to me <laughs> <laughs> so what did you watch uh well, first off, I'm doing I'm doing well. Oh no, I'm no, <laughs> nobody asked. <laughs> Apparently, move not. on. No one cares. Uh, my week was also boring, uneventful. Nothing happened really. Did anything happen? Did anything happen? Did anything happen? Did anything happen? Nothing happened. My life's boring and sad. Um, <laughs> it's not that boring. I had a good but week. It is, I actually, it is I, that sad. I actually really had a good week. I've been feeling a lot better. I've gotten good. a lot of stuff. Hey, I'm back on Instagram. I'm going to be back on Twitter. I saw that. I'm going to be back on Twitter later this week. I got a bunch of stuff that I'm going to be doing on there. Um, and I am making plans and I'm moving and shaking. So yeah. you will be okay. seeing me do stuff on the, the, the social medias soon. Moving and shaking. And now. All right. Um, but yeah, it's been fun, and uh, talking to people on Instagram has been fun, and getting back into like being a human being again has been fun. Gross. So um, anyway, what did I watch? I watched Vicious Fun. Hey. As per your recommendation. Did you hate it? Uh, it will be going, as of right now, it is in my top five. Hey, what I say? Fucking yeah. wonderful yeah. movie. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Bam, 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 bam. It is so good because i always recommend something and i'm like always oh, gonna fucking hate it no. <laughs> no i get nervous too whenever you whenever you tell me like i just watched this which you recommend i'm like oh my god it's my fault if she doesn't like it i wasted her time uh it's like that with anybody though right, yeah, right. like you recommend a movie and they come back like the movie's stupid i feel you always feel so bad <laughs> or you get angry and you're like well you're a fucking moron yeah you just didn't get i remember it i remember one time i showed somebody the life aquatic with steve zisu oh, one of my absolute favorite non-horror movies of all time i fucking love that movie and i sat down and i watched it with somebody wow. and his family and they all just shit on the movie and they shit on me maybe they didn't like Wes anderson well yeah they didn't get it they, they liked wow uh, they, they were just uncultured idiots i mean he was my friend and i you know it was whatever whatever anyway way off topic vicious fun <laughs> is vicious Just, fucking fun hey, dude told you. it's so cool the premise mm -hmm. is hilarious mm -hmm. the main character is 
I, I don't know. I don't know how to describe him. He is so entertaining. Yes. He is such a good actor. A nerd, but lovable. Such a great personality. Such a great character. Like, in my opinion, he is really. If if they would have had. A, you know, even a even somebody with like only half of what he did, yeah. it would have been terrible. Like, did I say that right? I don't know. Maybe we'll, we'll pretend I did. You know what I mean, though, right? I think this, so. Anybody else, and I feel like it, this movie could have gone either way mm-hmm. with that guy. Um, what's his name? I'm gonna. Uh, oh, I don't know. I don't never heard of him before. Evan Marsh. Movie. Yeah. No, I don't think he's been in really anything else. Maybe let's check him out. I want to give him like credit. Check so that all the people that listen to our show can yeah evan marsh Lol. oh uh, he was in shazam i don't i should never watch shazam neither did i <laughs> <laughs> oh riot girls uh none of the stuff i know i've never seen any of these things yeah sorry anyway brilliant i loved him so much he had so much fun in this role you could just tell mm-hmm. like i i i will be watching him like I'll be looking out for him if he, if he shows up in any more horror movies, I will be on it or even any any comedies. Like he was so great. He was definitely my favorite part about the film. Yeah, which is him. He I was, agree. He was fucking hilarious and an underdog, and you're rooting for him the whole time. Mm-hmm. And he's just hilarious. Like all the comedic timing that he has, and like him play. Like he's this nerdy like sk- maybe not skittish, but this just like bit, geeky. Yeah horror movie lover and he's trying to you know he's got he's been friend zoned by his his the love of his life and he's just he's just awkward and it's the 80s and like he just kills it um and he's funny um and i loved all of the characters are so unique and they kind of represent like like a bunch of like stereotypical like kind of like tropish uh uh, different types of serial killers you have you have the 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 one the one guy who's like a doctor who's mm-hmm. supposed to be kind of like um you know the Herbert West type character but yeah. also he's like a clown and he's like he's he's just a stone cold heartless soulless killer who like tortures his victims mm-hmm. i don't know if you caught this oh, i'm in spoiler territory but i don't care i love this movie so much <laughs> you, you turn it off right now and go see it if you don't want spoilers um sorry that's rude i mean also if you didn't watch it after i recommended it the first <laughs> how time dare you? how dare you um but i don't know if you caught this he kills people uh-huh. he paralyzes them yep. with a syringe filled mm-hmm. with green liquid mm-hmm. he also hits his way of torturing and fucking with his victims as he kills them and brings them back to life mm-hmm. much like herbert wesson reanimator um so that was cool and you have kind of the jason Voorhees, michael myers they uh, all brutish type. yeah the yeah. big the big dude. I don't know if you knew this or realized this either. He was in uh, Becky. Yeah. He was the he was big like, giant dude in Becky. Yeah. Who was like, oh, I'm like the villain, but also I'm going to let you also, go. Also, I have a heart of gold. Yeah. <laughs> that didn't make any sense. That movie sucked. It was fun seeing The Kevin first James. half was all right. I yeah. Think. Kevin, seeing Kevin James initially was very cool, but it just ugh, nah. hated that movie. It was annoying. Um, so he's in it. He plays a big, you know, we got the... Uh, the lion weight, the kind of like stalking guy, mm-hmm. and then you've got the chameleon, the the guy who like you know uh, was his name Bob, or did they even really know what his name was? Yeah, I doubt. Because yeah. he had a billion different identities, and he was mm-hmm. just manipulative and kind of like the I don't know what's a serial killer that he was kind of like. Did Ted Bundy? Ted Bundy didn't do like disguises and shit though. He just Not charmed, really. He no, just charmed yeah. his way. Well, that's kind of what he did too. Yeah, he was like super charming and like. Anyway, I loved all the characters. They were so unique. This movie, 
stuff like this has been done where people stumble into like, oh, you know, oh, I'm surrounded by serial killers. This is a serial killer party. There's a movie that did it not that long ago. Oh, yeah. You talked about it. I, I saw it. Oh, shit. What was that called? I can't remember. That was a while ago. Well, there's that movie Murder Party. Maybe that's the one we're No, no, no. Of. That's not what you were talking about, Because I did watch that the, one. You, it was a hotel or something. Mm. I don't remember. You lost me. Uh, Murder Party is a similar movie. Yeah. Where they're all, you know, they're trying to kill for their masterpiece and it's like art or some bullshit. Um, that movie's pretty good, though. Murder no, Party, I've seen Murder it. Party is funny. Yeah. Uh, but it's like that. And it's been done before, but I don't think... I don't recall ever seeing a movie like this being done this well mm-hmm. and being this fucking funny. Like, it was hilarious and it was cool. The bumbling cops oh, dude. were the best. They're goofy mustaches. They were so fucking funny. Yeah. They took a- every single 80s cop yes. stereotype and, they went and for put it. it with these guys. And they might be, other than the main character, I think they might be the, the second best part yeah. of the movie. It's so fucking it was funny. Great, yeah. Love it. Highly, highly, highly oh, recommend I'm glad. it. Most likely going to show up on uh, my yeah. top 10 or Agreed. top five. It, it, Depending on what it'll comes out. It'll for sure yeah. be in my top 10. Yeah. But it'll, it'll either be a runner up or it'll be in my top five. Great, great fucking movie. You're welcome. Uh, oh, it's directed by Cody Callahan, by the way. I don't know. Yeah, I told cares. you he did the the oak room and oh that's so surprising because the like smooth serial killer was the guy at the bar uh the second bar who like comes in and he's actually like a killer that's right the hitman whatever so well anyway great movie despite the other movies that that director has done called oak room well i didn't like that movie but visually that movie is pleasant too so uh and the other movie i watched uh was 2019's crawl Oh yeah, I think you've talked about that one before, but go on. I haven't talked about it on this uh, on this show. Probably not on this show. You mentioned it to me before, and I'm like, I'm not watching that. Uh, I don't I th- care about them gators. I talked about it on a different show that I used to do. Mm. I don't think I've talked about it on the show. You might have repeated. Some I haven't facts. talked about it. Stop this! You're gaslighting me. Wow. <laughs> um. Anyway, well, if I talked about it on the show, I'm sorry. Talk about it again. I'm gonna talk about it again because I. This may not be the most popular of opinions. Most people just thought this movie was just okay. I, this movie is one of those movies that have some weird quality that I really, really like. Right. <laughs> Did you say that like that? Oh, because uh, you read my Instagram post? No. I mean, I looked at it. Oh. I liked it, but I oh, didn't really like, like, just, I didn't really like it. You just sound like you're being sarcastic. <laughs> so, okay. Who, me? <laughs> yes, you. Couldn't be. <laughs> then, then who? who? Um... Okay, a young woman, while attempting to save her father during a Category 5 hurricane, finds herself trapped in a flooding house and must fight for her life against alligators. Yes, this uh, hurricane is hitting Florida really hard, and this, uh, this daughter hasn't heard from her father in like a long time, and they can't get a hold of him because, he, because he lives in like, like right where the storm is hitting. Um, so she drives into the, into the thick of the hurricane to see what's going on with her dad. Um, she finds him at their old house that was supposed to be sold, which oh. who cares what detail. It's not even, that's a strange detail in the movie, by the way, where they, they made a little, like, they made a little thing with the house where it's like, I thought you sold this house. It's like, ah, uh, deal fell through. And then there's like a part in the movie where it's like, I never was going to sell this house. And it's like, okay, who fucking cares? And she even says like, it's just a house, dad. We got to get out of here. And I, <laughs> I always I've seen this movie probably five times now. Mm-hmm. I love this movie, but I was I was always curious like what what was the point of that little bit of information and dialogue? Movies are weird sometimes. Anyway, 
Um, so she goes, she finds him, and she starts crawling around the basement, crawling yeah. around the basement. Uh, and she finds him in the basement, and he's all jacked up. He's got like bite marks on his shoulder. She has no idea what the fuck is going on. So she's dragging him, and then a croc comes out of nowhere, <laughs> and it's like, holy sh- or Is it an alligator? An alligator. Though? Damn it. I <laughs> do that all the time. Because it's about to pop up and bite you, because yeah. they're not the same. Alligator. I always want to say croc for some reason. It's an alligator. Crocodiles live in other places. <laughs> um, but this alligator comes out of nowhere, and then she, you know, they, the alligators, there's, there ends up being like two of them, which, spoiler, it's, it's a little... Yeah, I guess that is kind of a spoiler. Is it though? Yeah, probably. Because the description says alligator infested waters, but I guess it's yeah. not when. Well, there's a lot of alligators in these waters. There's an alligator farm. Oh. Near where this happened, so. Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah. Um. So about, I would say the first two acts are kind of spent under the house. It's very claustrophobic, um, and you're really like, you're there. It, trying to describe this accurately the performance is so good um what's her name um kaya scatillario and barry pepper mm-hmm. are s- such a funny name barry pepper he's <laughs> been in a couple other things he's yeah apparently he's, he's in, in some stuff, stuff yeah, yeah he's in some stuff in the 90s that i remember barry pepper um but they're under the house and they're trying to get out and the the cinematography the the soundscape i think i talked about that on instagram just the way that it sounds and the way that it feels and like and the performances everything seems so realistic that you feel you really in my opinion some people probably rolling their eyes like what this movie's not that great this is my opinion (laughs) every time i watch it, i really feel like i'm there with them like i could feel the water i could feel the dread of like the basement filling up and they've been bit and they're like scared and they're trying to get out and they've been in this water for forever and you just start to feel like they do and i think that's really cool and i think alexandria aja who directed this um who also directed the piranha remake uh the hills have eyes remake um and oh he directed high tension which he directed piranha 3d as well that's what i just said oh ah yeah you said that that was a remake right i don't know i wasn't listening oh did did you direct two of them all I see is this one, so no. I thought Piranha 3D was the remake. Um, sure. Which is a pretty decent movie. It's a little silly, but it's yeah. kind of fun. Mm. Um, but yeah, I you really, in my opinion, you really feel the storm, and the sound does a lot for it, and the visuals and stuff, and like it's constantly raining. There's constantly water. It's constant. You constantly hear the wind, and like some of the um, some of the sound effects, like uh, there's a there's a scene where. Uh, an arm gets bitten off and Ouch, it's pretty gruesome arm. it's pretty gruesome mm. and the bone crunching is so like uh, yeah it's one of those movies that i don't know you just you don't normally care about soundscapes in a movie unless they're bad you really don't notice them but in this one they were just so upfront they really i don't know it's just a really cool movie um i like it a lot there are but these people have qualms with this movie some people think it's boring i don't think it's boring i think it's very well paced and very fun um but there are some like writing i won't call them plot holes but i guess just some writing kind of issues that some people are gonna have with it one there's a bunch of convenient stuff that uh-huh. happens that's what some of the reviews are several saying. times yeah there's like oh just in the nick of time oh this happened oh she barely got away but i just think that's like cool they do it in action movies all the time and no one has a problem 
I don't know. If you just go with the movie, that stuff, it's just fun to me. Okay. It's like, oh, she just barely made it. Oh, it almost bit her leg and she got away. It's fun. It's a fucking movie. It's I just a- looked up what's really important is, does the dog die? No, the dog, the dog does, does not does die. Not the die. dog lives, and, and it kind of kind of makes you happy at the end that the dog Good. survived all this. I just needed to check that. Um, no, the dog does not die. The dog lives. Um, uh, I guess that's not a spoiler, right? Who cares? No, it's, it's a good not thing. Spoiler. There's some things people actually yeah. Look there's into a, there's a whole website of does the dog die? I'm on it right now. Um, but there's some questionable behavior from a lot of the alligators. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are going to be like, alligators don't act like that. And they're probably right. Um, you I, know, I'm not an alligator expert. There's some kills where you're like, I don't think alligators do that. But I was talking to my wife, Amanda, who grew up in Florida. <laughs> my wife. My wife, uh, who grew up in Florida. I think she moved when she was like 13. Um, who knows a lot about alligators. And there's a point in the movie where the dad, Barry Pepper, mm-hmm says a whole bunch of stuff about alligators like god this guy really knows a lot about alligators and my wife was like if you're smart and you live in florida right you will also right? know a lot they about just, alligators like, show up in your oh pools. yeah dude they will just yeah, yeah they'll just be on your front yard yeah. and she was like no you have to know a lot about alligators if you live in florida there's certain things you can and can't do yeah and she said she was like i don't really know if this is typical alligator behavior i think this shit has happened before but she said she was like it's kind of hard to know because these these are alligator farm alligators. Mm-hmm. They're different. They didn't grow up in the wild. They grew up being fed and they grew up around people. So this might actually be how they act if you release them in the wild. They they don't they don't differentiate between this meat and that meat and they're just gonna go after you. So who And knows? even she was yeah. like, Maybe Yeah, who knows? Because there was definitely at least one scene where she was like <laughs> alligators don't fucking do that <laughs> and i was like but you said animal alligator for she's like no alligator would do that <laughs> like all right fine um so there are some unbelievable parts in it there's some writing but it's a fun ass summertime creature flick and i just like it it's got a lot of things i like and i just i don't know i just i i love the main character she's great um there's some corny lines in it mm. but overall i just i really enjoy it. it's one of those movies that i can just in the summertime, and it was raining too at yeah, the time. It's yeah. just like it just clicked, and we put it on. And I just like I love this movie. So Very not nice. a super popular opinion that most people have. Uh, Certainly not. It's definitely not. But <laughs> for me, for me, for me, I like it a lot. So fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> ouch. Yeah, damn right, ouch. And that's <laughs> all I have. Okay. Do you want to get into Baskin? Yeah, let's bask in that. Okay. Glory get- of this movie. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, I forgot my dumb little ending things, my recommendations. I'm going to say it anyway, mm-hmm. even though it's past the time. The time has passed. Yeah, we're heading to Baskin Robbins. Uh, I suggest you run, don't crawl, <laughs> to see the movie Crawl. Stop. <laughs> I think I had one for Vicious Fun, but it was just like, it's. I think I said it. It's, yeah. it's, it is viciously fun, which is dumb. And I'm done. Yeah. So Melissa's going to drop Forever, some, please. Yeah, that's it. This is the end of the podcast. <laughs> Uh, what if your house was struck by lightning when it all died and, and that was really the end? Um, and then they found but, this years later. But not Meatball, right? No, of course not. No. Meatball's feasting on our faces. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I'm going to drop some links and then we will get into Baskin. We here at Forsaken Cinema want to thank you for listening. We wouldn't be able to do this without you. 
So we would love to hear from you. Drop us a line. Send us a suggestion. Let us know how we're doing. You can reach us on Facebook and Instagram at Forsaken Cinema, on Twitter at Cinema Forsaken, through email, ForsakenCinemaPodcast at gmail.com. As always, you can listen to episodes of Forsaken Cinema wherever you find your podcast. While you're there, please like, subscribe, rate, and review. And if you enjoy the podcast, please consider leaving us a five-star review and sharing with your friends. Thanks again for listening. Now back to the episode. All right, this is a trailer to 2015's Baskin. Orada sana bir şey söyleyeceğim. You gonna translate? Burada bizden no. görüyor musun? <laughs> This is Turkish by the way, if you were unaware. You've never seen the movie Baskin. That was me. Sure it was. It was. That was me. Can you do that? Wait, why is the song in English though? I don't know. How come it, it doesn't match the tone of this movie whatsoever? Actually, I'm kind of vibing with it. Really? Hey. Yeah. I don't know. Uh-oh. No one knows what's happening right now. Bow. Noise is. Bow. Movies love that noise. They really do. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh. What, did you hear something? Just squishy noises. Squishy. Yeah. Ah. Oh, bing. <laughs> Bong. <laughs> oh, dog, oh, no, dog, dog. <laughs> I think he's asleep. I'm still confused by his, like... The song? Yeah, it's very strange. Especially for this movie. It's great because all the yelling in the background, though. Like, how fun. It is fun, but there is no part of this movie that is fun. That's not true. <laughs> okay, I it can't depends on whose view you're looking at it from. I can't wait to hear what you have I'm to say sure about this. I'm some people had fun. Psychos. I like this movie a lot, but... Fun. Fun. I would I would not use that word to describe this movie. <laughs> wow, it's long. Is it, is it done? Yep, it's over now. I'm not sure what that is. That's the thanks for listening to our trailer. trailer. Yeah, I think so. All right. Why don't you go ahead and tongue our vacant eye holes with that synopsis? Oh my gosh, dude. <laughs> dude. Foreshadowing. Ugh. That was one of those, look away, Michael. Yeah, that look was away. One of, don't look at this, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, this is uh, the synopsis for Baskin. <laughs> Thank you. you In you, case you guys forgot. You got there eventually. A squad of unsuspecting cops go through a trap door to hell when they stumble upon a black mass in an abandoned building. That's it. Okay, I have several problems with that synopsis. Yeah. But okay. Yeah. I they thought they stumbled down a tunnel to hell. That is not what A trap I, door. A, no, that's what I meant to say. Trap door. There was no trap door. It's just, hey, here's hell. Yeah. Like I don't even really get the black mass party. I thing. don't even know if I... Well, I mean, we'll get into it. I don't even know if I agree that this is hell. I, I can see this being hell. I could. There, I have, there's lots of theories. Anyway, we'll talk about them. 
Uh, this was directed by Can Evernall, who also did a couple other movies. Uh, one of which is another movie by him that I, I recommend called uh, Housewife. Have you ever seen Housewife? No. It is not as good as Baskin. Mm-hmm. It's if you can believe it, it's even more confusing. <laughs> uh, it's not quite as gross. All there is there is some really just fucked up shit that happens to it. A lot of sex in the movie. Uh, but it's good, and the ending is amazing. Okay. Uh, so that's another movie by him I recommend. Uh, and right, it was written by Ken Evernall. Wait, stop jumping ahead. Sorry, I I'm excited. I such a writers. Yeah, go on. O'Gulkin. Oh, you want to hear me name the names. Mm-hmm. Uh, O'Gulkin, Aaron Akei, Ersin Sadikoglu, and Sem, oh, I don't know what all, the umlauts do in this language, Ozuduru. Make it up, make it up. All right, and the cast. Ooh. This will be the most epically bad uh, attempt to read foreign names on this show so far. Sorry. <laughs> Mehmet Sarahoglu. Hey, Ho- that sounds Hoglu. good to me. No, these are so wrong. Okay. I apologize to all of the all of the Turkish people of the world. <laughs> Gorkum Kasal, Ergin Kayuchu, mm. Maharem Barak, Faith Dakos, Sabatni okay, okay. Yakut. Barrett, F.A. Parlar, Sevket, Suha, Tezel, Sayathin, I bet these Ozdemar. all sound beautiful when someone yeah, else Yeah, probably. Says it. Me, I'm like, Sevink, Kaya, Mumankar, Folia, Pecker, Peeker. No, I'm done. I'm done. It's Girl in the Cage, Sister, Butcher. I'm out of here. Uh, so, well, how are we doing? Initial thoughts and stuff. How who's do you who's going do first? It. Let's go. Let's go every every other episode. I'll okay. go first, and then you go first because okay. we got rid of the first movie. Word. So you can go first. Okay. Initial thoughts. Holy shit. Holy shit. <laughs> okay, this is not my first time watching it. Oh, it's just gonna ask you. Is this your first time? No, I've seen this once before, and I remember just watching it like, oh, this movie looks interesting, and not knowing anything about it, yeah. and then watching it, and thank goodness Michael wasn't there for the first view, <sighs> and I was just like, this is the craziest thing. I have no idea what's happening. <laughs> right. But I can't look away. Yeah. This is gross. Oh, man. Um, I, dude, I just, I, it's crazy. <laughs> it's just layer after layer of hellish dreamscapes. Yeah, like, that's, that's basically I what it is. Yeah. I love, it's grisly, it's gory, total yes. mind fuck. Yes. Like, All um, of those things. I, dude, initial thoughts, this movie is not for the lighthearted and don't eat when you watch this. No, it is definitely, this is. This is horror fans only territory. Oh yeah, uh, very much so. So yeah, I, this isn't a movie that I would, I would recommend to anyone. Just yeah, they, anybody. There's yeah. gonna be, there's even gonna be horror fans that are gonna be like that depraved, uh-huh. crazy ass movie. Like, why would you even watch that? Because uh, that's one of the reasons I picked it. Because we haven't done a movie like this yet. We haven't done a yeah. movie that was just like gross, like yeah, disturbing, sh- like, yeah, disturbing shit, without really crossing any lines. Mm-hmm. I don't think this movie. I mean, it depends on who he, the person, I would say. But collectively, from the horror community, I don't think it's crossing any lines. I agree. I think it's fucked mm-hmm. up. But I don't, I've don't. i seen movies do worse. The, you end, know? the end, though. But we'll get there. Uh, yeah. God. Anyways. Uh, my initial yeah. thoughts. Uh, it is very dark and disturbing. And like I said, gross. Um, and like I said, there's some depraved shit in it. This is not an easy watch. Mm-mm. No matter how, like, even the second time around, I was like, oh, yeah. I uh, thought it yeah. would be easy. I knew what was happening and I was like, oh my God. And Michael God. was in the room for some of it. Like, <laughs> and he showed up like t- closer to the end and I was like, you can't watch this. You, I told you not, not to allowed. watch this. 
Because he doesn't like stuff like this at all. Um, yeah. Uh, you said it was a mind fuck of a movie. That is 100% true. Oof. This is more of a like conceptual film mm-hmm. and not like straight up like chronological or logical for that movie, for that matter, movie. Um, there's a lot of dream logic stuff in this where it's like things really don't make sense. Um, and when you're going into this movie, what I I would, if you haven't seen this yet and you're listening to us talk about it and you think you want to watch it, don't, I mean, you could try when it's over, but when you're watching it, don't try to make sense of it. Just, just it, that's not the point of the movie. The point of the movie is not for you to make sense of it. Mm -hmm. The movie is trying and can't ever know. And this is one of the few movies that does this like so geniusly. He's trying to induce this feeling of like a nightmare in you. Mm -hmm. You're supposed to be there with them experiencing this. You're supposed to be as confused as they are. You're supposed to be there and you totally are. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's so disturbing. You're just like dreadful. It's just like you're watching a fucking nightmare Mm -hmm. and it keeps doing these weird things where you're like, where am I now? Yeah. Like, why is this happening? Who's that? Why are you showing? I thought you were dead. Like, what's going on? Yeah, I thought we left this and it, place, and then and it's, it and know. it induces this weird ass experience that you're like, it feel when it's over, you feel like you're waking up from a terrible dream, and it's brilliant, like yes. it's so good in that sense. Um, and if you are looking for meaning and you are looking for something deeper, that's there too. Like you can read, there's a bunch of stuff you can interpret in this uh, or attempt to interpret. There's a lot of symbolism, mm-hmm. um, according to a lot of people. I think that this movie is, it has too many specific things for that not to be symbolism. Mm-hmm. There are some people that think that Can't Ever Know is full of shit and that this movie is stupid and oh, that no. nothing actually means anything. It was just Can't Ever Know, just like, oh, that would be scary. Oh, frogs are gross. I'll put them in it. No, oh, I'll have this happen. That, yeah. Oh, this guy's got a key on his forehead because it looks cool and we'll do something. I don't think so. There are some people that think that and they're just like, he's full of shit and this movie's stupid. I do not subscribe to that. That's not very many people, but I think everything in this movie has a meaning to Can Evernall. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that he might not even understand some of it. But I think a, a, almost everything in this movie was completely intentional. Um, so, yeah, I love it. I do have something. I read this somewhere and I was kind of like, really? Uh, a lot of people are drawn to this movie because it's like it's it's an indie artsy movie. Oh, um, and it is, it yeah. is it's a very strange, interesting, beautiful movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, brutally bo- beautiful, brutally bo- 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 Be- beautiful, beautiful uh, booty. <laughs> um, but, and I do agree with this thought, um, but that it got, it got a lot of attention and people claim that they like it more and stuff. And that is, it's, it's held higher mm-hmm. because it's from Turkey. Oh. And it's like, oh, it's a yeah, Turkish. You yeah. know, it's kind of like, oh, have you ever seen the Turkish horror movie Baskin? Oh, okay. Like, wait, yeah. are you a real horror fan? Like, do you really like movies? Because there's this Turkish <laughs> horror movie. Like, oh. do you watch foreign well, movies? No one said that. You to know me what I mean? Oh. And it like it it got elevated a little bit from yeah. because of where it. At. I agree with that to an extent. I really think this movie is worth watching by everyone. I think it's great. But I do think that if this movie was an American movie and it was made in America with Americans. I do kind of feel like it would lose a little bit of its like exoticness okay, and it's yeah. like it's you know pull. I don't mm-hmm. think people would be talking about it in the way that they did if, if it was an American mm-hmm. movie. So I don't know, just a weird okay. little point to make. Um, all right, spoilers, ahoy, hoy. Oh boy, boy. Uh, let's do some frightening facts. Yes. Why isn't that on? Turn it on. <laughs> <laughs> frightening facts. For frightening facts. 
Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, such a professional show we have. They don't know what face I'm making. Oh, no. I was talking about me constantly fucking things up. They should be used to it by now. You, you should. It's, this is, you know, I'm not a fucking engineer. I'm not a producer. All right. Uh, Friday Facts. Uh, you want me to go first? I'll Do- go first. It doesn't matter. Um, so, uh, let's see. And it, oh, this one was fun. Uh, this is probably the most interesting part of this movie. Um, in an interview with Fangoria, director Can Evernall says, our permits were at times hey, iffy. Hey, that was my fact. Oh, really? Go for it. <laughs> yeah, it's like the most interesting one I could find. Uh, so we were always stressed about the authorities finding out what the hell we were doing in some mm-hmm. of our crazy locations because they didn't have permits, like I said. Yep. We had naked people on set in the most conservative yep. areas of town. Not were they. Not only were they naked, but they were doing some oh, horrendous... Oh, they were yeah. dressed like fucking demons and mm-hmm. like... Uh, like tortured souls and stuff and can you imagine like some conservative christians like walking like that's crazy uh so that was a constant stress also the time limitations for certain scenes made them really difficult and that single underwater shot cost us almost half a shooting night so that was the scene where they all yeah die or do they yeah all the they didn't do any daytime shots nope so everything was shot at night yeah yes was imagine it's like really stressful yeah but it adds definitely to the atmosphere (laughs) uh and that's i mean there, there's a bunch of other ones um but you can go uh, i don't have not a lot to say yeah uh, the facts that most of the facts that i was getting i decided to put into creepy questions oh. because most of the interesting facts about this are about like what the movie means and the mm-hmm. symbolism and yeah. what's happening so i kind of okay. saved that for that but right. what you got homie just one fun little fact the director had a mehmet nope uh the character who is the father kind of like the gatekeeper baba whatever uh he had him watch the films nightmare on elm street hellraiser apocalypse now and the descent because he wanted that to help with developing his character so those are all some fun things Uh, apparently the director really liked the 2005 movie the descent you could tell yeah he said um, he took big inspiration from that yeah you can tell with like how dark it is and the fact that it's underground Mm -hmm. and like those people the cult weird people Mm-hmm. It's very it feels very much like the descent yeah you can kind of tell um yeah, that's pretty much it for me. there's a lot of directors that do that apparently yeah. if, they, if they have somebody that's not familiar with horror they have them watch a whole bunch of movies yeah apparently that's mostly um, what it is. jordan peele did that i forget what movies he had his uh his actors watch but he had a whole list of movies they were required to watch before they began filming <laughs> just so that he had yeah. a uh 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 a starting point with them was like this is what i'm doing and this yeah. is what i'm lo- kind of wanting to do all right we could be done with frightening facts there wasn't a whole ton with yeah. this movie and like i said most of what i read and i read a lot was about what the movie meant okay so what is to like me first sure all right mine's kind of long i will try to keep it short but no, you don't have to because there's time. actually not a lot that i don't like so yeah uh, like I said, this is like layer after layer of like hellish dreamscapes. It was like Event Horizon in the way that like they're saying it's hell. And I think that is like definitely scary. And I like the concept of it, even though some people obviously don't may not think that that movie even takes place in hell. But that's what they're saying. So wait, which one takes place? This in hell? one. Okay. I don't believe this movie takes place in hell. No, no, we'll get to that. Well, I believe I, it does. But that's I okay. have a lot of theories. And the more I read about this movie and the more I understood what the symbolism was, I don't believe this is hell. I believe it is the last stop before hell. So go ahead. Wow. I like the way that sounds, but still scary. The concept is terrifying. Uh, So I think the score is great as to the tension. 
cinematography. There's like close-ups in the beginning of that guy cutting meat when they're all at the di- the the diner or the food place. Mm, have a question some- about that. Okay. <laughs> some great use of red lights and blue lights. The yes. practical effects are great. Like there's like so much gross gore. Ugh. Uh, the dialogue, direction, acting. I think this is like a stellar Turkish horror film. This is dope. <laughs> so, you should watch. You should really watch uh, Housewife. I'll check it out. If you like this and you don't mind that this didn't make any sense. Obviously not. Uh, Housewife is pretty cool. So I like that the first act is kind of focusing on getting to know the cops better and their relationship with each other. Uh, their banter is goofy and like seems like they would actually get along and have this gross kind of silliness with their like nasty conversations. Dude, they're fucking, fucking awful. Chickens. But they seem like they're it's just It's mostly like, the one guy. Yeah. Though. Oh, don't get me started on him. He's my one not to like. Yeah, booze. Yeah. Uh, and then them singing and dancing in the car. They're just bros having yeah. a blast. I kind of love it. That was kind of fun. So, and then when you get to like the abandoned building, which is like my favorite part of the movie, actually. Yeah, the set is so uh, cool. Where they find that like lone police officer and he's like banging his head on the wall, oh, the concrete yeah. wall. And it's just body parts and chains and blood. And it's just like the staircase into darkness. Oh boy. It's just, you get chills like kind of thinking about it because it like. You know, it's like the beginning of some fucked up. Yeah, you know, it's like, it's got, if, like if, this is about to happen. This is in the first like several rooms. We've got a lot to go. And then like, there's like <laughs> that one because they're split up. They're, oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Checking Describe downstairs. some of them. They're going, Describe some of the rooms. No, the one where it's like, I don't know if it's a bathroom, but there's like some people like monstery, demony looking things like. Oh, God, how do I? I don't even there's no right way to say this. There's some fucking, you know, there's like some is that pegging i don't know um oh with the the one is okay so the one like taped together pretty much yeah yeah well there's that one scene too where there's one behind it like yeah. obviously fucking the other one yeah and its head is in like a dish yeah, of like, shit like, yeah. and it's like forcing it to do oh my god that, Dude, was, that was so disturbing i couldn't put that into words that was so gross oh so fucking so gross that like scene always sticks out to me in the that uh, place the the first time i saw it i was ready for it this time but Mike the first came upstairs time I, for that the first like, time no. i saw it I, that bothered the shit out yeah. of me no pun intended <laughs> That the see like cool you want to do the banging stuff Oof. but the the yeah the poop eating uh, you lost like, me you lost like me it. there no all of those rooms man oh so it's like a the craziest most over the top haunted house yeah it definitely does feel like that Ugh. and then when you get closer into the torture in the movie it's definitely not for the light hearted it gets Ugh. rough like even for me and I'm like like desensitized as fuck but i didn't think so when i'm watching this you got eye gouging (laughs) intestines being pulled from the body oh the okay yo yeah that you allude to it earlier with the licking tongue in the eye yes i literally like i i've seen this and i audibly gasped yeah like uh like still watching it and i was like oh my gosh fucking gross i completely forgot about that oh uh, yeah, they stay. The camera stays on yeah. him gouging his eyes they out, and really the effects hit are you with it. the effects are great. And you're just like, oh my god! And I feel like the father, master of the ceremonies, like he, the guy who acts, who plays him, he obviously has like a what is it, like a health condition or a disease or whatever, and that's why he has that. Face. Oh yeah, he's a very rare skin disease. Yeah, the guy yeah. who plays the father is named. So he kind of like looks like a baby. I guess a little it bit. It does to me. Mehmet Sarah yeah. Hoglu, I don't know. So he like has it. this face and he's like jacked. 
And it's like very was he, was off-putting. He ah, he had muscles with yeah, that face. But I, th- didn't go. I think he was just really skinny. Oh, whatever. Freaks me out. Like, I know like he was he's fit. perfect for the role. I'll give you fit. His laugh is creepy. He has a calm demeanor. And this is apparently his first time acting. So he killed yeah, it. Yeah. And apparently, I forgot this in Frightening Facts. Apparently, he this is his first movie he's ever acted in. Mm-hmm. Um, Can't ever know. Met him somewhere and was like, yo, I'm going to put that guy in a horror movie. So he called him up and he yeah. got him to do it. And the guy's like, yeah, of course, sure, I'll do it. No experience with art or acting. Yeah, he, he had a it. major, apparently, according to Can Evernall, he's like, yeah, it's wild. Um, actually, this guy had a major part in like the set designs mm-hmm. and the makeup and stuff and how things should look. That's and cool. he was like really, really good at it. Yeah. And they, like they took all of his advice and a lot of the set design stuff and the placement and stuff you see in the movie is based on his suggestions. She's like, wouldn't it be cool if that was over there? And Can Evernall would be like, it would be cool if that was over there. <laughs> oh, that's cool. That's yeah. A fun so fact. he was more. That's a frightening he, fact. He uh, he not only had like you know he was the most you know iconic thing in this movie, oh, but he also had a huge hand in the production, yeah. which I thought was very cool. All right. Kudos. Kudos to indeed. You. What's his name? Go on. Mehmet, I think. We're probably saying it is Mehmet. Mm. Uh, I don't know. Mehmet sounds better, but it's M E H M E T. That's possible. Okay. I don't know. We salute you. Yeah, dude, killed it. Anyways, so I think like he was perfect for that role. Oh, perfect. Mm-hmm. And that's pr- pretty much it. Well, the rest of the movie's great. Just you said something about him too that equally terrifying. That made gross. him so scary. Was that he was very calm? Yes, and the like, way he delivered he his lines. He almost it's like seemed loving. Yeah, like a pastor or somebody like like. Well, he was kind of like even with like before licking well, I don't licking eyeball holes and yeah. eye sockets he's like harassing like the back of someone's head yeah. and he's like he's yeah he's yeah. supposed to be and he's like we're, we're just here to guide you and like yeah. you know our fate has brought us together and like we're here to help and we're gonna do whatever we can and yeah that made him so much scarier and he mm-hmm. talks kind of like as if he's half asleep and mm-hmm. like ugh. and he's just calm so and fucking creepy it is it is certainly disturbing and then after that I'm not going to say I like this part, but the weird baby thing. Oh, you're not putting that in what's not to like? Um, Half of it is, half of it isn't, because okay. it adds to the oh, yeah, the it definitely overall adds, feel of the yeah, for sure. disturbing quality of the movie. You're talking about when they made Yavuz fuck that goat lady. Dude, I don't like forced <laughs> sex anything, so that isn't a not to like, but like that's also another element of the movie where you're just like, oh shit, they're really... They're not done. No. They're not done. No, they they really... That part is so upsetting. Yeah. And I have theories about what was going on there. All right. Anyways, that's it for me. Oh, okay. and I do like the ending. That the, little yeah. twisty twist. Yeah, it's very confusing though. But it's still cool. It that, is cool. That's, yes, very cool. Know. All right. Anyways. You're like, that's the part that makes you really think like, what the fuck did I just watch? Mm-hmm. What ha- And it makes you want to go back like, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. <laughs> wait a second. <laughs> Um, when he get the Arda kills uh, Baba with the key, and then the chair. Oh no! And then it's the when he leaves that abandoned building, he gets yeah. Out. And then he gets hit. Yeah, I was yeah. just I was just about to get there. Okay, I wasn't sure. And then he he leaves and he's in the road. He gets hit by the van being driven by him and his buddies. Yeah, because they hit something <laughs> earlier. Yeah, person, and but. they couldn't find. It. Yeah, so there fucking weird. Um. So all right. Anyways, tell me what you like. Uh, I have so much. I know. Um. Okay, I have a bunch of stuff written down here that I didn't reread after I wrote it. Okay, for you to ask me all these serious questions and I'll be like, oh, no. 
Well, well I'm gonna know. ask. I'm gonna ask you and creepy questions. And then I'm also gonna be like, oh, I don't know. That's a great question. I don't know. What you like? What you like? Okay. Well, I have one of my theories in this long little rant. Oh, um, a rant, but it's a thing. No, like. I'm gonna save that. <laughs> I'm gonna save that and for the questions. Um. Okay, I didn't. I didn't fix my notes here. Oh, that's right. Okay, so they they get there and they're looking at all the fucked up freaky drawings that they have on the wall uh-huh. those are so cool yeah and there was like there was well, some of it was disturbing but they had like the picture of the frog and like the anatomy of something was on there and they all looked really creepy and that's when they were kind of like what the fuck yeah. is this place but there was that picture of like that demon like fucking something yeah. and it was Oof. yeah and that's that to go along with that and all the disturbing shit you're seeing in the other rooms like it really it was really cool i liked it um yeah you talked about Mehmet. i'm gonna talk about him again dude he fully committed to this role oh this yeah. dude had to do some gross shit and he had never even acted before yep, he had even. to put blood like fake blood all over his face he had to lick yeah. eye holes and do horrendous things he did never acted wasn't into art nothing yes he seems to handle like, it fine yeah it's just pretty cool shit let me do this <laughs> kudos to him man again and his voice is awesome and he's yeah very strange guy um i liked a lot of the gore the gore in this is so crazy oh it's good yeah um we mentioned the eye gouging scene but there's also um that dude's intestines oh yeah being pulled out that was but he just cuts him with his nails too no he had that uh, he had a scar yeah and then the guy took his like nail yeah and no he used his hands and he just dug it out and then he starts pulling out oh man and the guy's just suffering this is about blood coming Mm -hmm. out of his mouth Apparently, some people think that that was supposed to represent, like, the way that these people died. I don't subscribe to this theory. I don't think it's true at all. But the way that some of these people died was uh, based on their sins in life. But I don't think so. Yeah, because there was guy like a guy wasn't in that the, fat. They said, like, oh, he was gluttony because he's fat. There's no yeah, because in they the fun facts, the, it said, like, they're each no, cop had, like, a sin that no, was, it's, it's, which so, I didn't catch. I didn't read that anywhere and when i read that on imdb trivia yeah like, uh, some that's, some yeah. moron wrote that that's, that's what not, i read and i was like i don't no. i'm not seeing it i tried like, to look for it no too. they didn't make any point that that guy was fat and he ate too much at all he yeah. wasn't that fat and they didn't allude to that whatsoever don't believe that um i could see why they would think that because of what happens to yavuz mm-hmm. but that's not even what they were doing i don't think um i think most of what i had to like is the questions that this movie brings up. Okay. I love the gore. I love the atmosphere. I mean, um, and I love, like like we've already said, that I love movies like this where you're just like, it's not a regular movie. You're not sitting down and watching some American film that has a beginning and a middle and a resolution and, mm-hmm. and a, this is how and the final gore gets away. And those movies are fun and cool and, you know, normal movies are awesome sometimes. But I like when movies like this are done really, really good. And it's just like you don't know what the fuck you're watching. Yes, but yes. you are completely enamored and like in the movie. And you're like, I don't know what's happening right now. But I cannot look away. It's very much like Hellraiser 2. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hellraiser, who knows what the fuck is going on in Hellraiser 2. <laughs> None of it makes any sense. Um, but yeah, it's like that. It's where you're just like, I don't care. I don't care. I mean, it's fun to talk about. But like, even if we didn't, I, I don't give a shit that nothing in this movie makes sense mm-hmm. unless you really, really dig into it. I just really like watching it. It's just like, it's no, I agree. I agree. And like I said, it's not fun to watch. It's just really interesting. And it's a really, it's a really 
beautiful movie. Mm-hmm. It's it's well shot. It's well acted. Everything about it is just so great and dark and disturbing and evil. But like, I just can't stop watching and loving it. Um, again, I don't really have any more specifics. Okay. Most of my stuff that I like has to do with uh, talking about like the questions and the theories. Mm-hmm. So, what's not to like? Okay. Um, I only have a couple things because I, I actually, even not knowing what's going on with the movie didn't bother me. I still really liked it and it just, did, I didn't even think about like, oh, what's okay. going on? Yeah. But uh, there's that one cop, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, he like tried to fight the kid working at the restaurant yeah. because he laughed at their jokes, which is stupid. His name and he was, was like kind he, of a fucking jerk. He was like Joe Pesci in Goodfellas. Yeah. Yeah. He was about <laughs> to do a clown joke. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I just did not like his character. I was like, can't wait for you to die. You're annoying. And then, like, of course I'm cool with the torture. It's like the the rape for sex stuff is rough. I don't yeah. like... It's like, ooh, that's a line. Not sure we should be crossing it. Yeah, but see, I don't think they cross the line because, one, they didn't really show anything. I just mean that Two, the, it's the quest- questionable if that was a human being or not. Uh, it, it does not matter. It was gross. And the whole... And it, it was. Too, it I'm was not too gonna long. Say it. I'm not going to say it wasn't gross. And But, I mean, I also said that it adds to the good of the movie like what's still like of the movie because like they just if you're gonna go all the way go all the way go all then, the, they yeah did. You, well said but well said still, if you're gonna go all the way go all the fuck still away still gross as fuck yeah and it was really long that scene. It, it was well it, it might not have been that long it could have been like two minutes and it felt like it was like 20 because it was just so uncomfortable i actually went back this afternoon i was skimming through and i actually watched that scene again in its entirety one because it's my favorite scene and i love stuff like that but two. Oh, just kidding. Oh. <laughs> okay. No, just kidding. Um, but I did. I did notice this when I watched it the other day. I kind of didn't notice because I was so enthralled with the movie. I didn't mm-hmm. really notice how long it was. Do I have a boogie? No, no. Oh. Sorry, <laughs> my nose ring is. Oh. I just had an itch. Um, but yeah, when I was skimming through and I had it on, I was like, okay, ten seconds. Ten sec. I don't want to watch this again. I'm not in the movie. Ten seconds. I was like, God damn, how long is yeah, this fucking scene? It really felt. It's long. like three minutes long. Yeah, too long. I think. But hey, like I said, we're going to go all the way, go all the way. Yeah. No, I agree with you 100%. I, it's very weird. It's very weird to say that I am glad that scene is in this movie. Yeah. It's, even I don't though, know how to Even though it's yeah, revolting and hard to watch. It. It's like it. it's a part of this movie's makeup. So like you did it. All right. Yeah. You yeah. went there, movie. <laughs> you really bothered me. But anyways, that's it. That's all I didn't like. Okay. Um, I only have uh, one of them is not even... I think not to like we already talked about it. Uh, and you already talked about the uh, Yabu's death torture scene. Um, so Okay. There's more theory stuff. I can't wait to get to creepy questions. <laughs> We're getting there. We're uh, getting there. It's nice to know that there's cops in Turkey that are power tripping assholes too. We're not alone. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought it was... <laughs> this is a nitpick. They let Sifi drive after he's, he's hungover. He has... Some crazy ass meltdown in the yeah. bathroom. He says he felt like he went insane for yeah. a minute. He throws up. Uh-huh. He's stumbling around and they're like, we should let somebody else drive. And he's like, no, I'm going to drive. And they yeah. just let him and they drive. Just let him. Yeah. Not smart. I agree. Um, And the only real complaint I have about this movie is I will say this. The only reason that the only thing keeping this movie from being a 100% masterpiece for what it is in my mind is the first two acts. If you've seen it more than once, 
they tend to drag a little bit. I don't mind them. I no, don't, I don't agree. Uh, this time watching, I was I was a little like, can we get to the cool stuff? I mean, there's <laughs> stuff you need yeah. in the first and second act for. I mean, it doesn't make sense. But if you're trying to make sense of it, there is mm-hmm. some stuff you do need. Um, and it's not bad. It's just like when you talk about this movie, you're usually going to talk about the end mm-hmm. and the third act. Because not a whole lot of stuff happens in the first and second. But I don't think it's bad. But I could okay. definitely see some people being like, well, I read a few reviews yeah. that were like, this movie's utter shit other than the last 20 minutes. That's fair. I disagree, of course. I but. also disagree. Um, but if I was going to like really, it's, it's not, I will say that it's not great. It's not it's not greatly paced. I won't say poorly paced, but Hi Sideshow Mike. What are you doing? Being All handsome. Right. You just hanging out there, buddy? Yeah. Alright. <laughs> Have fun. See you later. He crawls back into his hole. New listeners are gonna think Sideshow Mike is like your son. Uh, <laughs> How you doing, buddy? Yeah. <laughs> and not your husband. Well. Um yeah, but that's the only that's the only thing really keeping it from being like a like true it's, it's that it, it's, 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 it Okay, well. Yeah, it's just a little bit. It's fine. Um you got anything else? No, that's it. Okay, now what I've been waiting for. I can't uh, wait to not be able to answer any of these questions. Uh, well, even if you just think about them and tell me, you know, whatever you think on the spot. Uh so we are doing Oh, I don't have a drop for this. Creepy questions. Oh man, we should make one. We got to get one. You got to do, do it. it. If you're listening right now, submit us an audio recording of you doing the creepy question segment. But make it fun. Make it fun and uh, spooky. And creepy, if you will. Oh, and possibly also creepy. Yes. And maybe have a question? Okay. No, I was so I had mentioned that I read people argue that there was no symbolism and it was just all creative shit to make a cool looking and feeling horror movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally doubt that 100%. Things are too specific in this movie. So... I would like to talk about some theories let's that go, let's I have. Go. Okay, so should I just should I even ask you, or should I just lay it out and I'll say okay. yes? What do you believe was going on overall? And you can be as vague and as general as you want. What do you think was the overall thing that happened in this movie? I think they were in hell. I know you don't think hell. Okay, but I think how did they get there? Hell. Um, I think maybe they died. In the and, van. Yes, and we, you know, obviously they don't know it yet. Okay. Here's what I think. Please tell me. Um, I'm dying to know. So you don't believe it was Arda having a nightmare? Because that was a theory oh, that I that read. that is a theory that I because read. Because it starts yeah. off, it could be him as a little kid having a nightmare. Yeah. It could be him as an adult having a nightmare about his own death. Because he does describe that yeah. opening shot as yeah. like a nightmare that he had. I don't think so, though. That's, that's thin. You're right. But no, I still think hell. (laughs) Um, Here's why I don't think it's hell and why I think that it's something else. There were lines in the movie where Baba said stuff like, um, you die when you go to sleep and you're resurrected when you wake up. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And he said, I'm guiding you on your journey. Um, Ramsey says that they're at a crossroads. He says, Uh I don't know what's happening tonight. I don't know if if it's all of us or if it's just you or if it's just me. I know that we're at a crossroads mm-hmm. and anything that happens from here on out is going to be important. Okay. Um, Good catch. So there's a lot of lines and a lot of things that happen that make me think that they're they're dying, but they're not dead. Okay. Um, and I think when they go into that place, I think they've gone into like purgatory. Okay. And there's that... The cult- abandoned building. Yeah, the ab- abandoned building. 
And that's like this waiting place where this cult, which I believe are humans, mm-hmm. I be- or subhumans or something. I don't think they're demons. Okay. I think they're people, but I think they're like tortured souls mm-hmm. kind of a thing where they're not in hell and they're not in heaven. They're just in this place like serving this Baba guy and they're, they're also suffering and they're all crazy. Um, and I think this Baba guy is kind of like the, um, the river sticks guy who's like, you got to pay, you got to pay the river sticks guy to cross over mm-hmm. this river into hell. Okay. And I think he's there and this cult exists there to usher bad people into hell or to become part of the cult. And I have some stuff that I'll get to in a minute. Yeah, because he's kind of like, you got to open yourself to right. us. Yeah. Okay, so that brings me... I like that idea, though. Brings me to my next question. Who or what do you think Baba was? And who are all these weird orgy cult people? Honestly, I just thought he was like the gatekeeper. Right. Because he had a thing on his head. His, yeah, he had a, like yeah. a lock. That's what I'm saying. That's why it makes so more sense, sense that he's there... Look at you. Opening me up. <laughs> just like a key in your forehead. Yes. And not uh, <laughs> by taking my eyeballs and licking my eye socket. I promise I won't do that. Maybe. Mm. <laughs> oh, I like what you're thinking, though. I do think maybe, yeah, like a gatekeeper. So okay. they're not quite there yet. No, I don't think so. I, I think that they're there. And I think that you can still live at that point. Mm-hmm. Because Arda gets away. Sort of. But he's given the key. And that, that whole thing was like, Remzi was yeah. kind of the key to like his life. The reason yeah, that he's he, alive. Like, raised him. Yeah, yeah, he raised him and... Like oh, after his family I f- died. Forgot about this one little theory, which I don't know. I don't know where this fits in with everything else that I've said. There's an interesting thought that I had. I didn't okay. read this anywhere, uh, but um, Arda, the young cop, mm-hmm. the newbie cop, the main main copy cop, yeah, pretty much the main character. Um, he tells all these stories mm-hmm. about how his parents died in a, a car crash, how his best friend died in a car crash. Mm-hmm. Are we sure that he didn't die in the car crash and that it's like some weird kind of projection that he's in now where like, Mm. oh, they died in a car crash. I lost them in a car crash. He did lose them in a car crash, but he died in the car crash. Maybe. So that was kind of like, yeah, yeah, I was kind of thinking about that. Like, hmm, that's interesting. That might have been one of the things floating around. That's the other thing, too. I I think think there's a lot of... I think there's a lot of half-baked ideas floating yeah. around too that are kind of like, oh, these things overlap and like you don't really know. But I feel like he it wouldn't explain him getting like no. out of there in the end. So no. I don't know. So yes, Unless I agree. Unless I was predicting him getting hit by that car. Is that technically a car crash? Uh, <laughs> yeah, see, a lot of it's crazy and weird. And you just never, you're not going to get straight answers nope. out of any of this. But it's fun to talk about. Uh, so I agree with you with uh, the Baba thing, and I think that he recruits people into his orgy cult. Mm-hmm. He finds like-minded people, and I think that I will go right into Yavuz's death. Um, Baba wanted him for the cult. He yes. wanted him to be in the cult because mm-hmm. Yavuz is fucking evil. He's an evil guy, Dude and he was sucks. like, this guy has a, heart, a black heart and is perfect mm-hmm. for my little cult, and he'll serve me, and it'll be awesome. But he's too hung up on like earthly power. And he's not willing to open his mind to mm-hmm. like power from beyond. Yes. So he stabs his eyes out to help him like, this isn't about what to you see. see. This isn't about what not, you see. This yeah. is not about reality. This is not about here. Mm-hmm. It's a, you got to think about something bigger than that. Mm-hmm. And they bring him out. I still don't have a solid theory on why they make him fuck the goat woman. Yeah. I have. All I can think of is that there's a couple theories. One is that they needed 
a human to make the next Baba. Okay. Because they are human in some sense. Mm-hmm. And the th- so they make them do that and then they walk the goat lady away. And like, what are goats synonymous with? Demons and of Satan. Course, yeah. So it goes away and it gives birth to this Thing. rock baby yeah. that the assistant, the, the number two mm-hmm. weirdo cult oh, person, yeah, picks it up scared. and is cuddling it. Now, I read a couple of things. I read that it was a rock, um, but I read somebody say that it was an egg. I could see that. And it was an yeah. egg that was going to hatch the next father, the oh. next Baba, because Baba is human, mm-hmm. sort of. It's like yeah. a demigod. And they have a demigod that runs the gates to hell so that it can usher in, so that it can exist in the human world and then also exist in the demonic world to help bring, you know, they're the key, they're the door into hell. So when you start thinking about all this shit, you're like, holy fuck, this movie's great. Um, But again, it could be something completely different. It could be nothing. Yeah. I don't think it's nothing, though. Um, So... So he gouges out his eyes, makes a fucked thing, and then it has the, the Baba egg baby. Mm-hmm. And then you, uh, Baba is like shaking him and trying to get him, and he's like convulsing. Oh, and I think that was uh, that was Baba trying to get his soul to come out for him to see, and Yavuz just wouldn't because mm-hmm. Yavuz is an asshole and he's stupid. So then he dies because basically Baba has like like taken everything out of him. I, basically his soul his soul yeah. has gone and then that spider the spider is his soul crawling out of his body because yeah, he couldn't do it yeah. he couldn't transcend into a cult person mm-hmm. so his soul was forced out and the spider is representative of him being filled with venom and him having this vicious okay. bite All because right. he's always wants to fight yeah. and he's just a yeah. toxic asshole so that's kind of what that's the spider cool. represented. I like that. That's a good angle, yeah. Okay. What was up with all the frogs? What do you think? This is I my know. theory. Is frogs like something to do with like the end of the world or something? I'm making There's that, that theory. Um, that's what I imagined that it was relating to. I thought that too. I was like, oh, they're just doing kind of a biblical thing. Yeah. But there's nothing biblical about this movie. I agree, but I don't know anything about the Bible. I just knew that frogs was a big Yeah, the like, plagues and plague stuff. Thingy. and yeah. So I honestly, don't think so. no idea. Here's what I think. I think the fr- this is my theory again. This is something I thought I've, I had a lot of time to think about this movie. Apparently. And I came up with a lot of weird shit. But what is a frog? It's Adorable. an amphibian. It's an amphibian. Sorry. <laughs> it can exist on land mm-hmm. and on water. Okay. Much like I believe the cult and Baba can exist in hell and in another dimension okay. and in our reality. Huh. So the frog kind of represents that both, go yeah. between like they can do both. Um, they're not a very powerful anything, but mm-hmm. they can exist between two. And that kind of, in my mind, that like confirmed the whole Baba being like Man, the, you ga- really went the in gatekeeper. This. Yeah, no, sorry, I'm a nerd. No, it's totally cool. It's, um, you know, it's cool. Okay, I have two more. <laughs> uh, what was up with them going back and forth from the diner? Because Ramsey brings him back to diner a couple times. Yeah. And you're kind of like, what the fuck? How are you back here? Well, I feel like obviously this is like a mental Thing. yes good you got it so this is kind of like their like base mentally where they are gonna talk and he's gonna try and help him at least you know try to center and figure out what's going on yeah because obviously it's like crazy yeah i think there's there's three like realms mm-hmm. of of like reality that are happening in this movie you have this weird realm that exists somewhere between 
reality and hell. You have the mental realm, mm-hmm. and uh, well, I guess you could call the and I, I guess I guess it's like four. So you have actual reality. You have this weird crossover area between reality and supernatural. You have the supernatural, which we don't really see in the movie, and then you have like the mental space that you exist in. Mm-hmm. And I think you're right. I think that's Ramsey kind of pulling him out. Yeah. Um, because Ramsey had the key and Ramsey was like his protector mm-hmm. and he gave him what he needed. Um, so that's, yeah, yeah I, I agree with you. I think that's exactly what they were doing. Yeah, I got one right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you kind of already, we kind of already explained the key and what we think the key is. But like if the key, he just, because I said it was like, this is the key to defeat Baba. Yeah, and he kind of just pushes his head and then... But, like, given all we've said about who we think Baba is... I know. Why it's... was why would putting his... If you put that key into his head, wouldn't it open up the gates right? of hell? Maybe it's shutting it. Maybe oh, it's already open. He's, like, locking it? Lock, yeah. Maybe. Shutting and locking it. I don't think you're going to get an ant. That was the Definitely only... Definitely no answer. The whole Baba theory that I had just hinged on that. I was like, if all of this is true, mm-hmm. then why the fuck did the key kill him? It should have opened up the gates of hell unless it was already opened up. Yeah, which I'm assuming... And Arda locked it. Yeah. And that's how he was able to leave. And oh, that make even more sense because he locked Baba in reality mm-hmm. so he couldn't go back anymore which is how he was able to kill him as yeah. a mortal yeah huh, i like that theory yeah because he seemed like how would they be able to even touch him but yeah yeah so i think i just solved the movie for everyone all you're right welcome. you're welcome <laughs> and that's honestly it's one of the reasons i love this movie so much it's like you can interpret this so many different ways and listen i read at least 12 theories on mm-hmm. everything i just talked about except the frogs I didn't yeah. find anything on the frogs. Everybody's just like, I don't know, some biblical shit. Right, yeah. But I think, I like my amphibian idea. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. What is that? What's what? Oh, it's my phone. <laughs> no, one, <laughs> no one will be able to hear that, hopefully. All right. Last segment and we're done. All right. Let's this is actually kind some. of a long one. Yeah, sorry. It's my no, fault. No, no worries. Freaky favorites. Freaky, 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 yeah, for those of you never gets listening, uh, Melissa was miming. <laughs> that never gets like old. Like a huge dork. <laughs> All right, your favorite kill. Um, is his name Apo? 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 Why? He cuts open his stomach uh. with his hands and slowly pulls out his intestines. Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, That's God. literally what I wrote. Yeah, that was fucking. You know what? We're going to go with the awful one. We're going that. Mm, sorry, dude. Had to happen. Okay. I'm surprised he didn't say Yavuz. I couldn't wait for him to die. No, I couldn't wait for him to die either. But, but I just thought this one was more like... It was Ooh. more gruesome. Well, was it more... I don't know. Well, I mean, the way that Yavuz actually died was was kind of not as bad as any of them got it. I agree. It. He and just, he got laid. But, who, <laughs> but also, who knows what turning your soul into a spider and having it crawl out of your mouth feels like. If that's what that is, yeah. <laughs> if that's... Maybe the, a spider just crawled up his butt and he killed him. Well, that one, actually, <laughs> that theory uh came from some stuff in like turkish culture okay. where your spirit always leaves through your mouth in turkish culture oh. when you die your spirit comes out of your mouth look at you doing research uh, and they do i th- i didn't i don't remember reading this but i think they do believe in reincarnation mm-hmm. so his next form was a spider oh no because he was a shithead yeah uh if your favorite character it's ramsey oh i loved ramsey. i loved him so i almost much. put ramsey but i loved baba Okay, I understand. So good, good, evil good and creepy. No, Ramsey was just so wise and so kind. Yeah, I liked I Ramsey liked him too. A lot. There was something that kept me that held me back from liking Ramsey though. 
Uh, and that's the fact that he was, maybe not in the end and maybe not absolutely, but he was an asshole cop because he's the one that Yavuz was like like beefing yeah, with that kid. Yeah, and he kind of just And he kind of like, back up, back up. Just do it. Go just ahead. Do it. Hit him. Yeah. Go ahead and hit him. I think he was, like, call, I think he was trying to call his bluff. Asshole. Not uh, he might have been. Yeah, because I. Cause but he then was, they just let him like get on top like, of the kid. He was like hesitant. Eh. Like I don't know. I didn't think he was gonna do it either. That made me mad. I was like, "What are you doing, man? This kid, these people suck." That's fair. And they all just kind of stood around and watched that happen. They just like attacked this innocent kid, and yeah. it was like, it was. They kind of made me dislike all of them. Mm-hmm. I liked Ramsey in the end, but I always had that in the back of my head. It's like, dude, he's an asshole. Well, the one guy who was driving but, and went crazy a little bit, he yeah. wasn't a part of that, so. He yeah, but was he like, was laughing. He was already like headache. But like, you kind of already out. felt like he was an asshole. Yeah. I feel like Arda isn't a part of any of it. Arda's kind of on the outside. He's not too sure of these cops either. Yeah. Except Remzi. Like yeah. he loves Remzi. He raised eh. him. So I'm not, I'm not worried about it. Yeah, okay. And our favorite quote. Our. Yeah, we, I say our because uh, funny story. Um, I texted Melissa. That's me. That's you um about your favorite quote on like friday or saturday it was saturday because i was at mike's grandma's birthday party and i was blitz so okay thanks. oh you were <laughs> dude and then i think i watched this movie i guess i watched it yesterday i can't remember when i watched it but i was watching it and i was like oh this quote's awesome and i wrote it down completely forgetting it and then i looked and i went to do the quotes so it's like oh i picked the same quote she did it's totally okay though um where the fuck did it go <laughs> Do you want me to read it? Or? Oh, yeah. You can read it. Go ahead. Okay. Well, I can only read it in English, guys. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's one of the reasons <laughs> we don't have a clip of it this week because it wouldn't really make sense because yeah. we would play it and then it'd be like, all right, this is what all that <laughs> really didn't uh, seem worth the trouble. Our favorite quote is, hell is not a place you go. You carry hell with you at all times. You carry it inside you. Yes. Deep. And um, it was that line and one of the other lines, like I said, that led me to believe that like they weren't there yet. Mm-hmm. They still hadn't crossed over because they gotcha. still had their mortal bodies. Yeah, because then he says the sleep line like shortly after. Yeah. So, is that it? That's it. Are we fucking done? We did it. We did it. Episode 60 in the books. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Of course. Um, and thank you for all your support. And uh, we love you. And your patience. Yes, thank you. And your patience, as we, and your patience in these trying times where <laughs> your favorite podcast can't figure out what the fuck it wants to do. Um. <laughs> But just to reiterate, we are going weekly for now. Uh, pending Melissa doesn't get too stressed out and I don't get too stressed out. Yep. Um, but I think this worked pretty good. Yeah. It was a lot less stressful and I was able to do way more research on the one movie. That's true. So. Same. Um, okay. So, linky time. Uh, <laughs> you can find us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, uh, at Forsaken Cinema. You can find us on Twitter. I will be on Twitter very shortly. Like, posting and... Like asking fun questions and trying to get some interaction stuff. I will be on there this week, finally, if you're on Twitter. Um, uh, and that's at Cinema Forsaken. You can email us, uh, Forsaken Cinema Podcast at gmail.com, and you totally should. Suggest movies, let us know what you think of the show, um, suggest segments, whatever. Tell us how awesome we are. Yeah. And finally, we are available on every streaming network, every streaming platform. platform platform every streaming platform not every streaming network i don't even know what that means um every streaming platform uh and wherever you're listening it would really really help us out and i'm i'm really asking you guys if you listen to the show regularly and you haven't like subscribed wherever you listen please subscribe please follow whatever you gotta do and then rate and review if you're on apple Podcasts, if you're listening to us from itunes or apple or anything 
with Apple. I think that's it, right? Yeah, Apple Podcasts yeah, and iTunes. Please uh, drop us a review uh, and give us five stars. Come on, guys. You got to do it. Please. Just do it right now. Pause, do it, and you're done. You come back and you can listen to us go bye. <laughs> um, I think that's it. That's it, yeah. Did I do it? You did it. Did it. Great. We love you guys, and we will talk to you next week. Bye. bye.